The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's the crack of dawn somewhere. It's time to get rolling and get going with the morning farm chores here at Wax 104.5. Scott with you this morning, cranking up the Wax 104.5 and Midwest Farm Report show this morning. And, oh, what a nice, it's a pretty looking morning out there. A little crisp for this time of year. 37 degrees here at the studio in Eau Claire. La Crosse is at 40, Marshfield's at 31, Green Bay has 35, Rice Lake's at 35, Wausau has 33, Madison's at 38, Milwaukee has 38, and my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 33 degrees there. Well, today we'll be looking at a mostly sunny sky with the temperature remaining below average, a little bit cool again today. There's another chance for... Uh, frost expected tonight. The uh, sunshine should hold, though, through Tuesday with warmer weather coming again on Wednesday, along with maybe some rain on Wednesday. But after that, we're going to be warming up uh, later in the week, according to the forecast. We'll be hearing more about that later in the show from Kelly Slifka over at Skywarn 13. Today we're looking at a high of 54 with a low of 28. Tuesday, a high of 58 with a low of 35. Wednesday, a high of 61 with a low of 49. And if you haven't looked out there yet and haven't gotten a chance to see it, that waning gibbous moon, nearly full yet, is bright out there this morning. Brightening things up, unfortunately, that bright weather means it's a little cool. And speaking of a little cool, I saw one of my friends posted on social media this morning, or might have been last night. It's May. And May means it may be 70 degrees. It may be 20 degrees. It may rain. The sun may shine. Or it may snow. <laughs> we don't want to think about the very uh, the snow or the 20 degrees. Of course, as we get rolling out there in the fields, keep rolling out in the fields, things are really popping out there. The oats are being sown and the corn is being seeded. We're moving ahead and pretty soon, before we know it, after this warms up a little bit here, we'll be here smelling that smell, that great smell of fresh cut hay out in farm country. It's 4.59 a.m. here at Wax 104.5 FM Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. A new model says there could be over 137,000 deaths from the coronavirus in the U.S. by the start of August. Dr. Christopher Murray of the University of Washington shared that grim projection on CBS's Face the Nation. Murray of the school's Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation says a rise in mobility as states begin to reopen is the key driver in the projections being changed. John Hopkins University says the death toll in the U.S. is approaching 80,000. Murray also addressed the effectiveness of medical and cloth masks as a way to stop the spread of the virus. Murray called medical masks highly effective. He also believes that cloth masks are effective but he's not quite sure to what degree. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin admits the U.S. economy will suffer in the second quarter, but he says better days are ahead. My predictions are based upon what I see as the rate of reopening in a careful way. It's also based upon uh, the advent of testing. On Fox News Sunday, the secretary went on to say that 2021 will be a great year. The country's gross domestic product fell by 4.8% in the first quarter of this year. The latest jobs report also showed the nation's unemployment rate spiked to 14.7%. Georgia's attorney general is asking the U.S. Department of Justice to investigate the handling of the Armand Arbery shooting case. Arbery, who was black, was running when two white men chased him down and confronted him in an incident that ended with Arbery being shot and killed. The shooting happened in February, but no arrests were made until last week after a video of the incident was released. A father and son are now facing murder charges over that shooting. 
And some Apple stores are ready to welcome customers again. The first one to reopen since the lockdown will be today in Boise, Idaho. Others will follow later in the week in South Carolina, Alabama, and Alaska, but it won't be business as usual. Everybody will be required to wear a mask and to get their temperature checked. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Right now, Home Sweet Home has never been sweeter. Our homes are more important than ever, and finding people we trust to take care of them is just as important. For over 20 years, Home Advisor has been connecting homeowners with trusted local plumbers, electricians, roofers, and more. And now we're making it easier than ever for great pros to join the Home Advisor network. For a limited time, home service businesses can get $200 in free advertising. Visit homeadvisor.com slash start 200 for details. That's homeadvisor.com slash start 200. We're open, and we're on a mission to make a difference. At Prestige Kia, we're practicing payment distancing. I think you mean social distancing. Yes, we are practicing social distancing. And during our stimulus sales event, Prestige Kia is practicing payment distancing. For a limited time, get 120 days deferred payments on select new 2020 Kias and get zero APR for 75 months. That's zero interest and no payments till September. Need a little trade-in stimulus? Prestige Kia wants your trade, even if you owe up to $10,000 more than your old car is worth so you can drive home a new kia for less at prestige kia we know bad things can happen to good people so our lenders will push to approve your credit even if it's less than perfect save thousands at our dealership in a clean safe space or online with touchless delivery only at prestige kia home of the prestige kia lifetime warranty just one mile north of i-94 on highway 93 in eau claire or visit spendlessgetmore.com model number 45282 zero apr is 1313 per thousand finance payments deferred interest accrues from date of sale with approved credit through kmf see dealer for details sale ends 530 in the army national guard family means everything they really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and you know supporting their country our parents they were really supportive that all five of us would join family members that are soldiers in the army national guard inspire and influence setting a path for others it's validating knowing that, you know, I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future. And I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride, and they're just out there doing something every day and then serving their country as well. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Let's have a first look at the morning markets. Fed beef steers are at 88 to 105 with mixed 80 to 87. Fed beef heifers 80 to 104 with mixed 75 to 80. Fed Holstein steers are at 75 to 82 and a quarter with select and choice 72 to 74. Cows are at 40 to 60 and a half with bulls 51 to 82 on the hog side. Butcher hogs are at 28 and down. Sows 15 to 19. Boars 7 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 92 and a half to 150 and feeder lambs are at 135 to 220. On the livestock futures, live cattle for June is at 94 94.65. That's up 67 cents. August 120 cents, up 25 cents. October 104.27, up 25. And December 107.70, down 62. Feeder cattle for May are at 127.90, down 237. August 136.95, down 120. September 138.15, down 87. And October 139.02, down 65. West Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Clear it is at five minutes after five o'clock on a Monday morning, the 11th day of May. But this weather doesn't really feel very May-like out there. 
Eau Claire, La Crosse, Mauston, you've got a freeze advisory in effect until 8 a.m. this morning for Beaver Dam, Fond du Lac, as well as Madison. Looks like you've got a frost advisory until 8 a.m. this morning. Either way you slice it, these temperatures are definitely below average for this time of the year. Sunshine today in 52 with our overnight lows again dropping near freezing at about 33 degrees. For Tuesday, sunshine and 56. Overnight lows again, though, down to the 30s. Wednesday, we kind of break free of that pattern. 59 are expected high on Wednesday with overnight lows still staying in the mid to upper 40s. But then Thursday, we warm up quite a bit, 68 the high. The only catch about Thursday is we've got a good 70% chance of picking up measurable rain, maybe even a thunderstorm or two around the area. We'll be talking weather coming up before we hit the bottom of the hour. And also, taking a look at the frost impact on some of our sensitive crops, apples, strawberries, some of the fresh fruit and vegetable folks were very concerned about that over the weekend. We'll be bringing you some of those details. You stick around. How are things going in Eau Claire at the northern end of the world's longest barn? Bob Bosold joins the Midwest Farm Report in just moments to update you on the latest agriculture happenings. Well, there was a lot of legislation in Wisconsin concerning agriculture, and unfortunately it seems as though that and a lot of other legislation that is not related to coronavirus kind of got put on the back burner as the pandemic took over. It's Josh Scramlin at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And Bob, right now in Wisconsin we're hearing a lot of chatter from a lot of different agriculture groups that are giving their two cents on the coronavirus relief packages that concern agriculture as well as other legislation. You're right, uh, Josh. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the longest barn in the world. And is it the coronavirus that's bringing up all what some people see as deficiencies in our ag policy and in the diversification that we have? The Wisconsin Farmers Union, led by Darren Von Ruden, has long advocated for issues like supply management in the dairy system and diversification in all areas of agriculture and now that this coronavirus is up, we're seeing big, huge meat plants closing down, trying to get the local processors involved. Is that a way to get back into agriculture with the large operations we have right now? Our Scott Schultz had a chance to talk to Darren when he uh, got out of the tractor and had a chance to uh, take a breath about uh, some of the positive issues we're seeing in agriculture this spring on top of all the negative issues as uh, Darren told Scott boy it's nice to be out in the field and able to get a crop in the ground yeah you know it's uh, nice to have somewhat of a normal spring so you know the fields are drying up fairly nice and a lot of the neighborhood down here is uh, getting small grains in right now and you know even a few people had some corn planters running so well when you say normal it's all relative, of course, compared with last year, weather-wise, and so far anyway, it is normal, but you've seen a lot of abnormal stuff going on because of that, well, that coronavirus, we can't stop talking about it, it seems. And some of the things that have been talked about in recent weeks, it caught my ear and made me think of you and Wisconsin Farmers Union because... Well, we're talking about trying to manage some supplies. We're trying to talk about looking at uh, some local supplying of everything from dairy products to meat and eggs, you name it. Those are some of the things you guys have been preaching and you've been working hard at for many, many years. And this isn't the way you maybe want to see it happen, but does this tell us something that uh about, about what you've been looking at for a while yeah you know certainly looking at the situation that we're in uh, you know it seems like in bad times it always uh, points out your weakest uh, links and certainly the coronavirus is showing the agricultural industry um, some of our weaknesses uh, by the process that we're, we've been moving to over the past uh, three four decades now and getting to bigger and bigger and, you know, somewhat more efficient or called more efficient. Uh, but the real question is, you know, is it really as efficient as they say it is, um, especially when you look at uh, what coronavirus brought within the dairy industry of having to dump 
the amount of milk that we did. Uh, you know, if plants were a little bit smaller and a little bit more nimble, could have we switched some of them over a little bit faster to um, process the product into products that the consumer was demanding at the time of the coronavirus here now? You know, with restaurants closing and schools closing, there was that sector of the dairy industry that was really um, shut down overnight. And then the consumer went to the grocery store to buy gallon jugs of milk and didn't have those gallon jugs of milk to buy. Uh, and so, you know, we were really put in a bind uh, as farmers because the processors didn't need that milk for those industries anymore. And therefore, we had to dump the milk because we are just so efficient at what we do. What would be an answer? Uh, like you said, smaller, more plants and and a, a wider variety of processing capabilities? Yeah, I think so. And then, you know, just looking at, uh, you know, supply controls, too. You know, when we look at what's been going on over the last uh four or five years, especially with the low prices that farmers have been receiving um, because of the oversupply of milk. If we had a system in place that would control the, the amount of milk coming onto the market, maybe we would have been more in balance and then we wouldn't have had uh, to, to discard as much milk as we did. Uh, just talking to a fellow dairy farmer from Dairy Farmers of Ontario uh, two and a half, three weeks ago, and they did have to dump some milk in Canada, too, to uh, take it off of the market because they had similar situations with uh, restaurants closing and schools closing. But they re- they only did that for a couple days, and then they've been back in now uh, and got their system moving so that they're uh, processing all the milk that's being produced in Canada and getting it to the consumers. How about... On the meat plant side, the feedlot to the grocery store link has been fairly direct as the past few years have been passing on, and in a handful of large processors for the most part. What can you suggest and what can Farmers Union in general suggest be done about that? Well, you know, right now we're in contact with the Attorney General here in Wisconsin and also um, National Attorney General trying to look at the whole monopoly issue that's going on in agriculture right now and having fewer and fewer people that own more and more shares of agriculture production, whether that's the farm level or the processor level. And, you know, as we look at the, the processing level, especially in the in the meat industry, you know, fewer and fewer companies are owning bigger and bigger uh, chunks of that market. And when you look at, uh, you know, let's, Look at South Dakota um, with Sioux Falls and the uh, issue there that they're having. Uh, Ten years ago, there was nine plants in the state of uh, South Dakota that processed all of the meats um, from from that state and other states, surrounding states, and even some Canadian beef that was coming down. Now there's two big beef plants in the state of South Dakota. Of course, one of them has been shut down now or might have started up again, but what do you do when you have only two? If they had the nine that they had 10 years ago, maybe they would have only had one plant that was shut down. So then you'd have, you know, 80, 85% of the uh, meat could still be processed in the other plants. But when you have one or two very large ones and one gets shut down, the other one simply can't handle it. And then there's not a mechanism to get that uh, beef processed uh, in, in another mechanism easily. Some folks have been telling me, Darren, that good way to look at what's going on with all of this now would be to come out on the other end with better ideas and better ways of doing things than we've been doing them. Do you see any opportunities cooperative-wise and uh, local processing-wise that we could come out and crank up after we're all done with this coronavirus issue? Yeah, you know, I think we certainly need to take a real hard look at what's going on with our food system. And, you know, diversifying it certainly is something that can protect us in the long run. You know, I think trying to get everything to be as efficient as possible or trying to put a zero dollar value on all of our food system is just unrealistic. We need to 
you know, if there's an, another system that might be a little bit less efficient, but will guarantee that uh, producers have a, a more locally grown food and products that are fresher, you know, we should be looking at something like that. You know, 40 years ago, there was pretty much a creamery in every county in the state of Wisconsin, and some counties had creameries in every township. Now we're lucky if we have, you know, a, a, a creamery in every three counties in the state. And is that really good for us to be shipping our food systems or our food, uh, you know, over larger miles and, and longer hauls? when that process really can happen more locally. A whole bunch of questions and a whole bunch of negative stuff going on. You have to be happy to be getting out on that tractor this week. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I enjoy my farmer's union work, uh, but farming, I, I am a farmer first and foremost and certainly love it. Uh, you know, no, normally this time of year, meetings are a little bit slower anyway because farmers are in the fields and, Getting that sunshine and, and smelling the rain coming is uh, really a, a blessing to be a part of that. That's Darren Von Ruden, president of Wisconsin Farmers Union, Farmer First. On the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire, I'm Scott Schultz. Should you be wearing shorts or industrial-grade insulated pants? Around these parts, it's tough to tell, but not for ag meteorologist Stu Muck. Weather is up next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Unlock the possibilities of your outdoor world with the most innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, and walk-behind mowers at your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, Countryside Co-op. But don't just take it from us. Owners across the country have given the Enduro and Ultima Series mowers glowing reviews. So join this five-star experience supported by the genuine parts, accessories, and trained service technicians you'll only find at your local Cub Cadet dealer. Test Drive American Built Strength today at Countryside Co-op, located at 514 East Main Street in Durand. We're open, and we're on a mission to make a difference. At Prestige Kia, we're practicing payment distancing. I think you mean social distancing. Yes, we are practicing social distancing. And during our stimulus sales event, Prestige Kia is practicing payment distancing. For a limited time, get 120 days deferred payments on select new 2020 Kias and get zero APR for 75 months. That's zero interest and no payments till September. Need a little trade-in stimulus? Prestige Kia wants your trade, even if you owe up to $10,000 more than your old car is worth so you can drive home a new kia for less at prestige kia we know bad things can happen to good people so our lenders will push to approve your credit even if it's less than perfect save thousands at our dealership in a clean safe space or online with touchless delivery only at prestige kia home of the prestige kia lifetime warranty just one mile north of i-94 on highway 93 in eau claire or visit spendlessgetmore.com Model number 45282. Zero APR is 1313 per thousand finance. Payments deferred. Interest accrues from date of sale with approved credit through KMF. See dealer for details. Sale ends 53120. America's health and safety has been a top priority during the COVID-19 pandemic. At Egg Country Farm Credit Services, we would like to remind farmers to prioritize farm safety with the same regard. As you prepare for planting, handle wet grain, check a silo, or clean out a manure pit, Please take extra precautions to ensure your safety and for the future of your family. From all of us at Egg Country, we wish you continued success and good health. Car shopping from your couch has never been easier with Cars.com. Connect with dealers to tour cars virtually and search great prices. With over 4 million new and used cars, Cars.com has your match. Right now, today, Lowe's is open. Open to build. Open to reassure. Open to provide the help, support, and supplies that keep our homes working. Open to the idea that when we work together, we can bring it all together. It's what we've always done and what we'll continue to do. Because home is what unites us. Lowe's. Here for you, in-store or 24-7 at Lowe's.com. Friday headed into the Mother's Day weekend. He was concerned about his apple crop. Um, we're a little bit behind. We're what's considered the pink stage in southern Wisconsin. Uh, so the blossoms have not fully opened, um, but we have a, a pretty severe frost risk coming up. And we are right, the forecast is right at the uh, kill temperature. So if we're um, colder than forecast, we're in trouble. And if we're warmer than 
forecast, we're going to be fine. David Wildes from Cross Plains and Appleberry Farm. So a lot of our fruit and vegetable growers starting today are going to be taking a look at their fields, at their trees, to see what kind of damage has occurred already, and then keep their fingers crossed that they can make it through some more frost-freeze conditions coming our way overnight. Is that what's really coming our way, and when can we throw this gauntlet of winter-like weather away? We're talking weather with Stu Muck next. Farmers thinking about taking advantage of low fuel prices? Buy a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by urethane coating to prevent rusting. They've got a full factory warranty and are easy to move with a skid-type design. Don't just get any fuel tank. Get the best quality and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal, 608-372-5911. Use Semco, Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. 522, brr, she's chilly out there. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype. And we better get used to it for at least, what, the next 48 hours? Yeah, the next 48, I'd say, as we make our way through Tuesday, we ought to be done talking about the frosty freeziness. I mean, let's look at it for Madison, Beaverdam, Fond du Lac, a frost advisory till 8 a.m., and then you get Oshkosh, Mauston, and Eau Claire freeze warning until 8 a.m. today. Not the case. Lacrosse with none of that frost talk. I'm sure in some of the valleys it's a pretty frosty start to the day. High pressure settling in, a cool front pushing further south and away from the state. Nothing nearby to even bother with talking about precipitation, some rain, some snow, in fact, in southwest South Dakota, rain and snow in Nebraska, and some rain down into Kansas. We'll stay dry a couple of days, but the next low builds in from the west and that next system will stay i think a little bit to our south but we'll bring some rain around most likely developing a bit later in the day wednesday lasting overnight uh, in eau claire call it central wisconsin eau claire and south maybe trace amounts to about a quarter inch further south the uh, beaver dam fond du lac madison some quarter to half inch amounts of possibility maybe a little too much rain for some wet spots but then enough to soak the soil down we've got some new crops in look at today and of course our skies will become mostly sunny after the frosty start mid 50s today west winds at five some frost again later tonight some clouds early but we clear it out again and that's why we get frosty early on down in the low 30s tonight west winds five to ten sunny tomorrow upper 50s winds become northwest at five but partly sunny wednesday that's when we get that chance of a little rain developing midday or into the afternoon low 60s southeast winds five to 15 like i said pam late wednesday wednesday night maybe some quarter inch amount central wisconsin a quarter to half from the south did i see thunderstorms on thursday it's a possibility. It's that time of the year. Yeah. I mean, that low is going to be pretty close. The center of it's going to be right near the southern part of the state, so it could kick something up. All right. Good enough. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You bet. Have a great day. Stu Muck is our ag meteorologist with those weather details you're looking for. Yes, there are no two ways about it. It's chilly out there this morning. Eau Claire, you're starting off with cloudy skies, 37 degrees. La Crosse, cloudy and 37. Boston, you're clear and 34. Fond du Lac, cloudy and 37. Beaver Dam, cloudy and 36. At the airport in Madison, we're looking at cloudy skies, 39 degrees. Hey, if uh, you work with your local county extension agent, take a look at MidwestFarmReport.com. I just put up a story on some of the University Extension County agents that have been recognized for some of their communication skills, some of the programs that they work on. You can see it all, MidwestFarmReport.com. And 6,000 people fed on Friday thanks to a pork donation from the Wisconsin Farmers Union. Again, details up at MidwestFarmReport.com. It's 525. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. 
Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Unlock the possibilities of your outdoor world with the most innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, and walk-behind mowers at your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, Countryside Co-op. But don't just take it from us. Owners across the country have given the Enduro and Ultima Series mowers glowing reviews. So join this five-star experience supported by the genuine parts, accessories, and trained service technicians you'll only find at your local Cub Cadet dealer. Test Drive American Built Strength today at Countryside Co-op, located at 514 East Main Street in Durand. You need reliable insurance, so trust United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford. They provided high-quality home and farm protection for north-central Wisconsin since 1878. They strive to be the company of choice for you. United Mutual Insurance Company provides homeowners, dwelling fire, farm owners, mobile homeowners, renters, umbrella liability, and small business insurance. Feel confident and secure in your choice of insurance. With United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford, call them for a quote, 715-748-60. Brought to you by United Mutual. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Scott with you back at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. We'll be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock right after this. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, Wisconsin. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we have Rocky Olson on from Premier Livestock over at Withy. You got the old long handles on this morning, Rocky, or are you going with the short sleeves yet? Not going short sleeves, no, but hey, just glad we didn't get that accumulating snow. <laughs> that is true. Did you get any snow over that way? Just a little flurry here and never added up on the ground. So yeah, I, I don't, happy about that. Yeah, if it came in the middle of the night the other night, I don't know about it. Maybe it did. And, oh, well, that's that's okay with me. It's going to warm okay. up at the end of the week, though, huh? Good deal. Good deal. Hey, tell us what's going on at the market this week, Rocky. Uh, thank you, Scott. Good morning, everyone. This is how this uh, last week's market's uh, shaped up here at Premier Livestock. Uh, a little higher across the board last week. On the fed cattle, high-choice and prime Holstein steers, 75 to 83.50. Selects and low-choice, 65 to 74. Choice beef steers and heifers, 75 to 90. Uh, market cows, mostly 45 to 52, with the high-yielding cows, 53 to 65. Uh, market bulls, mostly 65 to 79. Heavyweight, high-yielding bulls from 80 to 91. Uh, organic market cows stronger last week sold every Monday. Uh, we are in need of organic cows, high yielding cows 70 to 90, low yielding 69 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves 60 to 110, your beef calves 100 to 245, Holstein heifer calves in better demand bringing 30 to 120. Uh, had a special feeder cattle auction here last Tuesday selling a big run of cattle, 650 head of feeder cattle, most of the beef feeders 110 to 150. Uh, your Holstein steers 75 to 95, and we had a special herd here uh, this last Friday. 425 uh, Holstein Parlor Freestall cows, tremendous quality herd. Uh, top Supreme cows bringing 1,800 to 2,400. Uh, many good cows, 1,200 to 1,775, and your top springing heifers, 1,350 to 1,675. It was a strong market Friday. 
but one of a kind herd. That was an excellent quality herd. This uh, week, Wednesday, uh, dairy cattle auction. We've got lots of reputation consignments, uh, fresh cows, springing cows, lots of high-end quality springing heifers. Uh, then Friday, a special monthly dairy heifer auction. We're selling open heifers, bred heifers, and springing heifers, expecting 250 to 300 head of dairy heifers, uh, one complete dispersal of AI heifers, 75 head, 50 off another farm, and 40 off another. Uh, full listing on our website. That'll be at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Uh, also, don't forget, uh, we are having our hay sales every Thursday at 9.30 a.m. Questions, uh, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500, and that's how it shaped up, Scott. All right, Rocky, it sounds like better things are going to come someday, huh? We're sure hoping for it. It will. We know it will. All right, Rocky, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. You too. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock. At Withy, let's have a look at some of the state and local news. Well, anyone in Eau Claire who wants a coronavirus test should be able to get one. The National Guard started offering free testing to everybody yesterday. The plan is to continue testing today. Eau Claire City County Health Department Le- uh, head Liske Geese rather said people don't need a doctor's note or to be at risk, she said they're trying to get a fuller picture about the coronavirus situation in Wisconsin. More than 10,000 people have tested positive for the coronavirus in Wisconsin, and 400 people have died from it. New numbers from the state's Department of Health Services show the number of new cases in the state holding steady. Yesterday, DHS officials confirmed 280 new cases. The number of people being tested negative for the virus, however, continues to also grow. Yesterday alone, the DHS said more than 3,000 people tested negative for the virus. Nearly 60% of schools in Wisconsin want permission to end the school year early. The State Department of Public Instruction on Friday said that 248 of the state's 421 school districts have asked for a waiver for classroom hours. The state is allowing schools to cut the years short because of the coronavirus. Wisconsin high schools are required by law to have more than 1,100 hours of teaching time. That's proving tough for some school districts. Firefighters in Eau Claire are looking for the cause of a fire that left the local family homeless. That fire heavily damaged the home in the 3600 block of Sharon Drive yesterday evening. The fire was mostly kept to just one room, but smoke and water damaged the rest of the house. And Wisconsin citizen soldiers will do their part in the special election in the Northwoods. Guard commanders last week said about 250 citizen soldiers will help with tomorrow's special election in the state's 7th Congressional District. Voters in the Northwoods will pick a replacement for Sean Duffy tomorrow, and just like last month's election, the Guard will help people check in at the polls. They'll help sanitize and they'll help with logistics. Local election managers will count the ballots once the voting is done. Well, we may go to weather right now because it is May. Kelly Slifka at Skywarn 13 may tell us what's going to be happening this week in the weather. Good morning, Kelly. And I don't hear Kelly coming in. May not be there, in fact. I'm goofing around with the word May because one of my old friends said over the weekend that the month of May is appropriately named because it may be 70, it may be 20, it may rain, it may snow, it may the sun may shine. Who knows this time of year? But I'll tell you that it's 37 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse is at 40, Marshfield's at 31, Green Bay's at 35, Rice Lake has 35, Wausau is at 33, Madison has 38, Milwaukee is at 38, in my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 33 there. Today we'll be looking at a mostly sunny sky with a temperature remaining below average. Another chance for frost is expected tonight. The sunshine should be holding through tomorrow and warmer weather will be arriving starting Wednesday, maybe with some rain on Wednesday, but then uh, later in the week we're looking at good May weather Today we're looking at a high of 54 with a low of 28. 
Tuesday, a high of 58 with a low of 35. And Wednesday, a high of 61 with a low of 49. And let's go over and hear from one of our advertisers about how they're dealing with the coronavirus situation. These are challenging times, and if you're in business, you have to make some adjustments. We're going to talk about some of those adjustments being made by the folks at United Mutual Insurance of Medford. Tony Wilkie is with us. And, Tony, first of all, let's talk about uh, quickly what kind of services and insurance coverage you have for the folks, uh, especially for our rural farming friends. Okay, United Mutual is uh, uh, based in... In Medford, Wisconsin, uh, we also have a uh, branch in Osceola, a little town called East Farmington, just south of Osceola. And uh, we are a community-owned mutual insurance company. Um, We operate much like a credit union or a co-op, so our our, uh, policyholders have uh, ownership in the company. And uh, we, the bulk of our business is uh, farm owners and homeowners. As we get into this days of the coronavirus, how are you doing business? Have you got offices open, closed, strictly by phone, by online? How are you doing it? Insurance companies have been deemed an essential business uh, under the financial uh, arms of the governor's order. So our offices are both open and operating, but they're closed to the public so that we don't have... uh, uh, people flowing in and out of our offices for the protection of our employees. And the employees that are set up and able to are working remotely from home. Um, the only thing that we've done as an adjustment is we're we're not going out onto people's properties unless they actually have a, a claim filed with us that needs attention. And uh, even some of those claims you probably can take care of without even accessing the landowner you just take a look at it yourself and make your decision correct uh, matter of fact uh, a little bit of a storm rolled through this week and we've gotten some claims that that need some addressing we're calling the insureds and and there's going to be no interaction with them on the properties uh, so they can stop out get a look at the damage get get all the information we need to proceed with the uh, the claim and uh, minimize any potential interaction with other uh, people through that process. So to get a hold of uh, you or any of the folks at United uh, Mutual, phone, internet, lots of ways to do it, and business, not as usual, but business is being conducted. Correct. We're, we're 90% as normal. Uh, the only difference is walk-in traffic is, is limited just to um, keep the doors shut to keep public out, but our, our website's up and running. Uh, they can call our, our numbers of our offices, and our agents are all um, available also. So it, that would be the starting point for most of the situations with our insurers is to call their agent. Uh, if they have trouble getting a hold of anybody, they can also call our office. So, again, operating almost as usual for your insurance needs, United Mutual of Medford and Osceola. Tony Wilkie with us telling us, What's going on at United Mutual Insurance? Thank you for telling us about that work, Tony. It's 5.39 a.m. here at Wax 104.5 as we roll on with the morning chores at the Midwest Farm Report. Let's go to the markets, and we'll start with Mark Coger over at Equity Livestock in Altoona, and then we'll hear from Jerry Fitzgerald at the Stratford Equity Barn. Lean hogs for May are at 67.30, down 150. June, why don't we go to equity livestock instead of my market report from earlier? <laughs> Here we go. Fed cattle division, please call the market for pricing. On the slaughter cows on Thursday, 20% of the cows selling from 50 to 55. We topped at 58 and a half. 60% of the cows selling from 38 to 50 with 20% of the cows selling 38 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 60 to 75, thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up on Thursday selling from 40 to $105 per head with the light poor quality calves selling low. Your fancy beef calves selling from 50 to $150 per head. Quick reminder, for more information, give us a call here at the market at 715-835-3104. 
or you can go to our website at equitycoop.com to check out our early consignments. This is Mark Koga from Equitydale Food Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. And right on cue, we have Jerry Fitzgerald on from Stratford Equity. Good morning, Jerry. Nice and crisp again this morning, huh? Well, good morning to you, Scott. Well, I guess you can call it crisp if you want. I had a few other adjectives, but around the air, so I just better leave that alone. <laughs> hey, you'll be busy again tomorrow, a special election, huh? Yes, 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 we do. So uh, I guess we're just throwing a personal note here. Got quite a few absentee ballots out there, folks. Uh, Got to have them back by tomorrow. So uh, they have to uh, be. They have to be in your hand tomorrow, right? That's correct. 8 p.m. is when the polls close, and so they have to be there so we can count them tomorrow. And I've got quite a few out there yet. So anyway, well, hopefully the folks will get those. Uh, well, the mail's not an option now. They'll have to hand deliver them. So yep. anyway, but that, that, yeah, it seems like there's pretty good interest here. But that. Uh, uh, that district is so sprawling, I don't think that includes any of Eau Claire County, does it? Uh, the very northern edge of, I'm not sure if the county itself, or if it starts at Chippewa County, I'm not sure where the line is to the north of Eau Claire, on the north edge of Eau Claire. But what we're talking about, folks, is the 7th Congressional District, of course, having a special election tomorrow to replace uh, Representative Sean Duffy, who uh, left Congress uh, last spring. Or fall, when did he, or whenever he left this winter, sometime, and uh, so there's a special election going on. But what we have Jerry for, I guess, is to tell us about what's going on at the Stratford Market. Yeah, that's going on also, Scott. Thank you, and good yeah. morning, everyone. And this will be the sales schedule for this week here at Equity Stratford. Of course, on Monday morning, we got underway right away this morning uh, with market cattle. And uh, we also will be selling fat cattle and bulls today. Baby calves today will start about 11, 11.30. And again, on the fat cattle, I know uh, some plants are opening back up on a limited basis to sell, uh, to process fat cattle. So again, if you're... Uh, if you need to market some fed cattle this week, give us a call this morning. We'll see how things are shaping up on that. Uh, market cattle, of course, uh, market cows have been mostly steady, of course, the last uh, few weeks. So uh, that, I don't look for much much of a change on that. Then, of course, tomorrow, Tuesday here in Stratford, we do have the uh, hay auction. That's a 10 o'clock start, and that will be followed by the market sale tomorrow. And then Wednesday, uh, we do start at 10 o'clock with market cattle and fat cattle, bulls, Sheep, hogs, and goats also on Wednesday and baby calves. And then the feeder cattle sale on Wednesday is a noontime start. And then our sale on Thursday does start at 11. So I guess uh, uh, pretty much a steady marketing week here. All four days we will be open for you folks. And, uh, again, uh, look for a fairly steady trade on the cows. Uh, fed cattle, again, are going to be another story. We'll have to wait and see how things are shaping up on that. But I think uh, I think there is a light at the end of the tunnel on the uh, on the fed cattle, some of these plants are getting back on a limited schedule. So uh, hopefully we'll get back to a normal deal here pretty soon, Scott, because it's been a long stretch. And, uh, well, I know a lot of folks in the fields and uh, uh, got to see a little bit of that white stuff yesterday, but it didn't <laughs> It didn't stay very long. No. Just, it didn't stick at all. But there was a few places that folks woke up yesterday morning. And yep. The ground was white, so uh, I... Uh, you know, I was kind of wondering if they had moved Mother's Day over to March, you know, but I guess it's <laughs> May, so. That's the way it goes. Well, thanks a lot, Jerry. We'll talk with you tomorrow. You bet. I'll be back here tomorrow morning. We'll give an update on how the market is uh, is looking for today. And uh, you enjoy the day, Scott. And, you too. Well, sun's going to be out. What are we going to get, 50-something today? Oh, we'll get up in the high 50s, and I'll bet we'll hit 60. Who knows? That's oh, that'll my, be good. All guess. right, we'll talk All to you right, later. Thank you. Thank you. Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Time for another Pioneer Agronomy Update. I'm Scott Schultz this morning visiting with Mike Gransky, Pioneer Agronomist in the central Wisconsin area. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Scott. Mike, we got some rain last week. It wasn't quite what was predicted, short of an inch over a couple of days, and the sun came back out later in the week, and things were ready to roll again. It's been an interesting spring, Scott. You know, I mean, we've kind of we've kind of ridden this roller coaster, and you know, you look at two weeks ago prior to um, some of that cold snap that we initially experienced, and you know, we had some really really nice ground conditions, you know, and then we we experienced some rain, and we watched our soil temperatures, you know, go from you know ranges in that mid 40s to plummeting back down to the 30s in some instances. Uh, but in the same breath, as we fast forward to just last week here. You know, we really made 
some good strides forward. Um, you know, a lot of the, the north-central Wisconsin area in particular, you know, most areas didn't even exceed a half-inch mark, um, you know, minus some very northern fringes of it. And, you know, we watched the ground temperatures begin to, to gain, gain pace again last week and started to find ground, you know, already back into that upper 40s and low 50s. And, and things are really looking up as we look forward, um, you know, into this week here and continuing our planting trend. Um, you know, and I know one big concern that, that growers are going to have, you know, as we start looking at getting corn in the ground, obviously the, the calendar says it's time to go, but, you know, as we, look at the, as we look at the forecast for this week and even a little bit into the following, you know, there's some cool nights ahead. And, and, and the comment I would make is that, you know, we've, hit our, we've gotten ourselves to a position where we can commence corn planting and feel good about the decision that we're making. You know, where we start running into, you know, some of our inhibitional cold chilling um, and potential stand losses when we start getting these, you know, periods where that, that two-inch soil temperature gets down to 20, 25 degrees. I mean, that's where we really start to see some losses that occur there. And you look at the weather that we have, while we're, you know, while we're going through some cool nights in the 30s, you know, and even into next week as well, you know, we still have highs that are getting into the 50s and 60s, and there's just no way we're going to drop that much temperature out of the soil, you know, simply going overnight. So you know, I think we've hit a good spot here where as, as ground conditions continue to improve, um, after this rain we really need to get moving and take advantage of some of the, some of the best conditions we've seen in quite a while. That's Mike Gronsky, field agronomist with Pioneer, with another Pioneer update. I'm Scott Schultz. Thank you again, Mike. And the corn is getting in and everything's hopping out there. And things are hopping over at Terrine Livestock at Thorpe. I have Michelle on. Good morning, Michelle. Hey, good morning, Scott. Hey, it's a, we're looking forward to a great week, aren't we? A warmer weather would be wonderful. It's a little <laughs> chilly out these last three, four days. So yep. not my kind of weather. Yeah, It'll get better, Michelle. Tell us what's going on in the market this week. All right. Thank you, Scott. Coming up the week of May 4th at Tureen Livestock Market in the Slaughter Market for the week, we topped at 56 and a half. 82% of the cows, so from 44 and above. Market cows were 48 to 56. Low-yielding cows, 38 to 47. Thin and weak cows, 37 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime called the market for a quote. Selects for 62 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 65 to 82 with the utilities at 62 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality old symbol calves sold from $45 to $125 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were $10 to $95 per head. Beef calves, $85 to $225 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were $20 to $30. Sows, $18 to $24. Fours were $10 and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And don't forget to check us out on the web at tlonthorpe.com. For all those that are in livestock, your family owned an operating market. Have a great day. Thank you, Michelle, and have a great sale and have a great day yourself. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll talk to you later in the week. We shall. That's Michelle over at Tureen Livestock at Thorpe. Alfalfa stands look a whole lot better this spring than they did a year ago. Let's talk to Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. And, uh, Dan, we're getting closer and closer to that first cutting of our alfalfa. But uh, we've had some cold weather concerns. And when we talk about frost, 32 degrees, that's not so much the magic number as far as alfalfa, is it? That's right, Bob. We really don't worry about a 32-degree frost uh, for alfalfa. Alfalfa is pretty tolerant of cold weather. We've had some cold nights lately, but uh, most of the uh, weather temperatures that I have seen, the uh, coldest that has gotten has been something above 26 degrees. Uh, we don't consider that we have to worry about the uh, damage to the alfalfa until we get down in the 24 degree range. Uh, so uh, a couple things to think about regarding that. Um, the first thing is, if you are down around 26, do remember that temperature is kind of spotty around. I think a lot of people are surprised, but uh, those of you that have a thermometer on the car realize as you're driving down the road, the temperature can vary by 
a few degrees, especially in hilly regions. Uh, so it will be a little bit variable. But uh, again, let me repeat that if the temperature stayed above 26 degrees overnight, we might see a little bit of damage or leaf wrinkling on the alfalfa. But this is temporary. This is just for the leaves that were at a particular stage of maturity. And if you watch the plant over three or four days, the next leaves that come out will be flat and normal. So no real problem. It just the wrinkled leaves sometimes are a, a concern for some individuals. Uh, do consider as well that in terms of actually damaging the alfalfa, uh, there are two kinds of damage that can occur. We can have it be something close to 24 degrees such that the terminal bud is killed, in which case the that stem is done growing and uh, the alfalfa will have to put out new stems if that's very uh, common across the field. The second thing is, is that uh, for the actual plant to even suffer significant damage, the stem would have to be frozen all the way down to the crown and uh, then the whole plant will have to start over putting out new buds. So again, the plant isn't killed but it is going to be delayed a little bit, and first cutting might be reduced to some extent. The uh, third thing to keep in mind is that if you have a little height on the alfalfa, then even if the temperature does get down to 24, you have the warmer soil and you have the canopy protecting that area around the crown of alfalfa, so it's not likely to get cold enough for the crown of the alfalfa to suffer any significant damage. So overall, what uh, we have seen thus far and what I'm expecting to see is that we have had and may have more freezing nights, but as long as the temperature stays above 26 degrees, the uh, effect on the alfalfa will be minimal. And hopefully we have a good weather pattern for first cutting. Thanks, Dan. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Keep it at Rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 36 degrees as we roll on with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. Let's have a look at the morning markets. Corn open today for July at 322. That's up to July oats is up to at 301. July soybeans up to at 853. Soybean meal for July at $292.30 a ton is up a dollar and a half. And July wheat is up to at 524. The country's, uh, country's elevator prices, easy for me to say, the country elevator prices. Corn at Arcadia is at 294. Corn at the countryside co ops at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek is at 271. And beans at those co ops uh, locations are at 802. Stevens Point has soybeans at 776. Elk Mound has corn at 283 and soybeans at 808. Sparta the corn is 275 and beans 798 and Ellsworth has corn at 263 and beans at 802 at the ethanol plants Boysville has corn at 280 Stanley 279 and New Richmond at 278 a look at the dairy markets barrels of cheese ended the week Friday up 1 and 3 quarters at 127 40 pound blocks steady at 130 and a half and grade double A butter up one at 129 on the class three futures. May is up 11, up up seven at 11.55. June is up 38 at 13.68. July up 29 at 14.70, and August up 10 at 15.27. Those prices are mixed through 2020. How much money would you like to save just by doing something you're already doing? How about 40 percent? 
With Allstate, safe drivers can save 40% just by doing something they're already doing. Driving safe. That's right, 40% just by driving safe. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent for a quote today and see just how much you can save when you drive safe with Allstate. Not available in every state. Savings vary and based on drive-wise and other safe driving discounts. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Car shopping from your couch has never been easier with Cars.com. Connect with dealers to tour cars virtually and search great prices. With over 4 million new and used cars, Cars.com has your match. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. As I said, 36 degrees here at Eau Claire with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. As we get to the milk house, have a great day out there and be safe out in those fields. Let's take our time and check things over and be safe as we get rolling with our field chores and, for that matter, any other chores. We'll talk with you tomorrow. Good morning, Western Central Wisconsin. We're starting your day with music and the Wax Morning Show on Wax 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. WAXX Eau Claire. 20 in a row.